My name is Melanie Standish. And I'm Tom Yumet. And this is the Hive Mind Escape Podcast. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the hive mind escape podcast we are back it's been a while today we will be talking about where we've been what we've done um and then we'll lead into an interview where we're going to be talking to the creator of usb escape so we're very excited for this episode today um i'll lead into it by saying tom where have we been (laughs) we have been exactly where we are right now um inside doing (laughs) A lot of different things. Uh, So the reason why it's been, uh, what, about two months now is we've gotten pretty busy with both our work and then also Melanie's school. So you were planning a whole entire conference for work Mm -hmm. while simultaneously working on your doctorate. So a lot going on on Melanie's end. And then I've had uh, some work stuff as well. So we decided to take a small break, um, not for lack of content, but for lack of energy. Yeah, definitely. I would agree with that. And I think... I, I mean, this is probably for everyone. 2020 is draining. <laughs> like, yeah. I I think uh, Spotify released their like top 2020. And what was the what was the thing on on the little s- screen that you clicked through? It said something along the lines of uh, "Welcome to like the 68th year of uh, oh, the 67th month or 67th of month." Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's definitely what it feels like. Even though I can't believe that it's December. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy that even though. Uh, a little over a year ago, we were in England on our 14-room extravaganza. I know. It's crazy. And then in about a month will be a year since we created this podcast. That's pretty cool. I think That's really amazing. Yeah. That's super exciting. So one good thing out of 2020, 2020 brought you the Hive Mind Escape podcast, which is, <laughs> I don't know, that that's one for the books, right? Um, so what have we been up to? I think since, um, the last time we recorded and we talked to our friend Steven, we've done a couple of rooms with him. Yeah, I we, we've done, or, uh, we did two with him, right? Yeah, I believe so. Or no, we did one and then we did another one right after the one with him that he had already done with his family and talked to him about it. That's right. So we've done a few there. Um, and then we've done a couple others ourselves. I mean, masks on, obviously. Um, I think something that we've talked about on previous episodes is that, um, you know, what's kind of nice is that with the escape room industry, a lot of times you're put into rooms with random people. And with COVID-19, um, it's kind of shifted the industry into your rooms are always going to be private because we don't want to expose you to other people. And honestly, I think it's such a positive change, and I hope it stays that way. Same, yeah. Uh, I think one of the, my favorite rooms that we've done recently, um, I'm not sure if we talked about it last time. I think don't think we actually ended up talking about it was the Scooby-Doo room. Oh, at the Escapeology. Yeah, we talked about that one. That was really fun because it was taking something, you know, branded and a chain of escape rooms and putting those together. So I was a little worried going into it that it was kind of like a cash grab thing, but it ended up being extremely fun. Um, and, and it didn't hurt that we ended up with a record for the room. Oh, uh, yes, we did. We did. We ended up on the board. Um, very exciting. This was at Escapeology, which, you know, historically, we've had mixed feelings about their rooms. It is a, it is a chain across the country, yeah. I believe. But this Scooby-Doo room was definitely well executed and so fun for anyone who loves Scooby-Doo. Just anyone in general. I think the puzzles flowed pretty well. Yeah. They were readily apparent where you go next. So it wasn't a challenging room. But it flowed well, which I think mm-hmm. puzzle flow is more important than puzzle difficulty. Because if you just have a hard puzzle and it doesn't make any sense, 
I'm going to get upset. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. That's a conversation we had. We just had an escape room this past weekend. Um, that one was funny. It was like called My Crazy Ex, and it was about a wedding where your ex wanted to blow you up at the altar. I'm not I'm not really sure. Yeah, she stole your wedding <laughs> rings with your you and your betrothed, and she also planted a bomb uh, to try to get back at you. And yeah, it was, it was, it was a cool theme, but the, the reason why I'm telling this story mostly is because afterwards we talked to the owner, and when he found out how many escape he did he tried to defend himself and oh it, it was so quick for you guys i'm trying to make it harder and we were like listen everything flowed just fine and it was fun like we don't care if it's a hard room we we care if we had a good time and if everything made sense and yeah. so i think that's a, a mis- misunderstanding about at least i think most enthusiasts is that we just want to have a good time it doesn't have yeah. to be the most challenging room um, yeah i'm not there to like break my brain to try to solve crazy puzzles like that's this is my escape from brain breaking things from work. So why would I want to do that twice? <laughs> uh, it was nice because we were able to bring my little brother, um, who has done two other rooms with us, but it was just him this time, and it was, it was really nice because he was still participating and able to you know keep up with us. Which I'm not trying to say we're amazing escape room uh, escapees, I guess you could say, <laughs> but uh, we we go quick, you know, uh, we yeah. divide and we conquer. So it was really nice that he was still able to pick up some some puzzles and actually solve some on his own without uh, us either butting in or, or talking to him about it, which is really cool. Um, some other things that we've been doing, we've been doing a lot of escape room board game stuff, like mm-hmm. either the mail-ins or just the unlocks, stuff like that. We did the um, unlock, I forget the name of it, it was like the nightmare mm-hmm. unlock where you're like a little kid hiding from spooky monsters and then we did society of curiosities oh, mail-in so games good. we actually have our next society of curiosities sitting on the counter teasing us uh we haven't had time to do it we might actually do it after the podcast today because oh, it's good. extremely fun so if you haven't tried society of curiosities please 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 yes. please go pick it up uh, it is christmas one of my gift. favorites exactly yeah? it's a perfect christmas gift and they actually just uh, launched their kickstarter that was funded 100 percent. i think less than 24 hours wow. Um, which we picked up a collector's edition of because, you know, got to have it because <laughs> it, it's going to be really cool. I'm, I'm excited to looking forward to, to uh, seeing what they produce. Um, they met a lot of their stretch goals, so there's going to be a, it's going to be really awesome. And I'm really excited to see what they what they can come up with. Yeah, and we're hoping to interview them eventually, too, which would be absolutely incredible because, again, Society of Curiosity is absolutely amazing. Definitely recommend. Um kind of shifting into other things about what we've been up to or new events happenings. We got an email from blog feed spot telling us that we are in the top 15 escape room podcasts that exists. I thought that was pretty cool. Cause we're, if you're I'm looking at the list here and we're, we're in the, with the likes of, you know, the infinite escape room, escape this podcast and escape Hamilton and all these different uh, escape room podcasts. What I found quite interesting um, was I actually don't see the Escape Room Divas on here, which I thought maybe it is just a United States podcast or something. I'm not quite sure where those these other podcasts are based out of, but I, I thought that was interesting that they kind of found us before they found the Divas because I think when you, when you search Escape Room podcasts, they're one of the first people that come up. Well, they should definitely be on the list. You know, per my um, always research mine and analytics background i did email this person and asked you know what were the metrics behind this how did we get chosen because i mean 
honestly, I mean, we're very excited, obviously, but, you know, it was one of those things where we're like, wow, really? That's pretty cool. And then when we didn't see the divas, we were like, oh, you really missed out on that one. Um, but, you know, very cool. So thank you to our listeners, because that's that's really exciting. It looks like they have uh, various engagement scores based on our followers, um, how many listens, etc. So I think it was chosen that way, but kind of cool. So that brings us to our interview with the creator of USB Escape. Well, listeners, this week we're really excited to welcome the uh, creator of USB Escape, Keith. Uh, And we're really excited to welcome you to this episode, Keith. Uh, He had reached out to us via Instagram about USB Escape, which just released recently. And so we're excited to welcome a member of the Escape Room community to the podcast. Uh, Welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Keith. Well, uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. I'm super honored and uh, to be quite candid, a little nervous because I've heard all about your track record with Escape Room. So I'm uh, I'm dealing with some real pros here. So I uh, forgive me <laughs> if I'm sweating a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no sweat there. We're uh, we're we're a little bit fanatic when it comes to Escape Rooms. We do a lot of them, so we don't expect anyone else to do as as many. And certainly, there's been people who've done a whole lot more. So oh, yeah, there's people that have done thousands of them, which I. My wallet hurts just from the 150 weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, what's what's your background in escape rooms? How many have, have you done or, you know, what got you interested in the development of USB escape? Absolutely. So um, a little bit different from you guys, I kind of came in through escape rooms through the back door. So I was a board game fanatic. Uh, so I definitely am empathetic about the empty wallet. Uh, I have one of those, too. And uh, so I got into a lot more of the take home escape rooms to begin with. Even before I got to do a live escape room in person, I was doing a lot of the unlocked exit, deckscape, undo, a lot of those type of escape rooms uh, just because it was in the atmosphere of my board game groups. So I would play those, have fun. When the new ones came out, I was the first one to buy them for my group. I was handing them off to everybody else. So that's where my true love happened. Uh, and then I got to play a couple in-person escape rooms, so I am not at 150. Um, if you counted the take-home escape ones, I feel like I'd be getting a little more close to that. But uh, but yeah, my my escape room experience has been mainly through the take-home ones. That's really cool. So, I mean, I'm assuming that's one of the main driving factors as to why you decided to make your own was because you've done so many, right? Yeah, absolutely. I've I've done a lot of the take home ones. I really like the uh, the atmosphere of I can kind of set this up when it's most convenient for me. Nothing parallels being in an escape room and getting to see all the magic firsthand. But there's something really, really unique about taking home a game and kind of setting it up and and just kind of laying everything out and be like attacking it. Uh, by yourself or as a group. Um, so I always been really drawn to that. And uh, it was a good entry point. So it's it was a natural progression for me to make something like this rather than a physical location. Okay. So what got you interested in puzzle design itself? I know there's there's a lot going into the creation of a game, whether it's in person or a mail-in one, like what you're, um, what you're creating. Uh, so what... Was it like, um, you know, puzzle books that got you interested in the creation or emulation of what you've done in the past? What what really is the driving force behind your creation side of it? 
That's an excellent question. I would say that it's it's hard to pinpoint one specific thing. There's been numerous things throughout uh, my upbringing that's always kind of led to that type of logical thinking. I mean, I've been in love with logic puzzles. That's, uh, you know, those those silly little things of if Sally is wearing a blue jacket, um, how much more money does she have than the person who's wearing a pink jacket? Those type of puzzles. Um, <laughs> I've always loved growing up now. I know you guys are in the States. I'm from the Great White North. So I'm not sure if you guys have these books, but they're called I Spies. I don't know yeah. if you can. Yeah, you guys. Okay, good. Perfect. I, I thought that might have been a Canadian exclusive. But uh, yeah, I spy books in terms of just even from a very young age, kind of uh, a mastery of, of items to kind of sort through. Um, and then when it came down to um, using when it came down to my background in, in board games, uh, I've always really liked games that had a huge puzzle element to them. So this has kind of always been a natural progression, and I'll be quite candid with you guys. It's just all synced up in a real, real nice little bow, and uh, I'm, it, a game has kind of sprung from it, and uh, I couldn't be prouder. That's awesome, yeah. Um, so what uh, what is your game about? If you could give like the TLDR of your game, what would it be? Yeah, absolutely. I love the the reference TLDR. It sinks in perfectly. So uh, USB Escape is um, presenting the first season of a three series three season series of the Not Family Chronicles. So the first season, all of our games are on USB sticks. The first season follows uh, Owen Not, which is our main character, as he is in process of selling his childhood home after the untimely death of his mother. So it's a horror-based escape room that's centered around internet creepypastas. So if you remember those, they kind of gained there a lot of popularity from, um, you know, the late 2010, like 2000, 2010s. That's when they had their biggest popularity. Um, so it's centered around a lot of that type of atmosphere. And what it is, it's an immersive story with eight major puzzles 13 hidden minor puzzles and one giant meta puzzle and over two and a half hours of gameplay. So as opposed to a lot of other escape rooms that you're locked in a room for 60 minutes and then win, lose or draw, you're kicked out of the building within an hour. Uh, or even the take home ones where you have an app counting down and, you know, the buzzer goes off and you either did well or you didn't. This one is an experience that you get to do on completely your own time and you push against as many boundaries of the game as you want. Um, uh, there's 123 individual files that are comprised of uh, video files, audio files, uh, JPEGs, and uh, emails, and a couple other little surprises hidden around inside those files as well. And you have as much free reign to do what you want with it and uh, solve the puzzles on your own time. I know you asked for the TLDR. I think I just gave you the uh, the the <laughs> just the the quite opposite of that. So. <laughs> it's okay. I think the full length version was just as interesting as something shorter would have been. So, if 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 I were to want to get a hold of uh, this game, what what would be the best steps? Is it just through social media, through your website? How how do we get a hold of this game? I would say the best thing to do is go into your basement or somewhere creepy and just try to summon it. Um, if that doesn't work, uh, you uh, you can actually buy the game at usbescape.com. If you're Canadian and feeling patriotic, you can do usbescape.ca. Uh, if you're sitting a little bit on the fence about, hey, you know what, I want to try this game out before I kind of put any money down, uh, I would encourage you to go to our Instagram, usb.escape on Instagram, 
and try some of our puzzles. We're also available on Facebook. Uh, we're on uh, Twitter and we're on TikTok. Well, that's awesome. TikTok. I've, I've, I've not seen anybody really utilize um, TikTok as an avenue for escape rooms. Like, yes, as everybody else is during the pandemic, we both fell very, very addicted to TikTok, you know, <laughs> with the hundreds per night. So I, I think that's interesting that you, you're utilizing TikTok. Not, are you using it for just advertising or puzzles as well? I'm doing both. Um, so there are a couple puzzles on there. Um, I will uh, I will spoil a little bit, not about my game, but about uh, TikTok puzzles. There's one puzzle that I utilized where the mirror has an apparition that jumps out at you and not, not in a scare tactic way, but jumps out at you and uh, it's signing something in sign language. And that's a puzzle. Um, so it's one of like the different types of puzzles that uh, we have. And I made sure that every single puzzle that I have on any type of social media does not appear in any of my games. So you're not going to spoil anything by going, Hey, I saw this already. So. That's really cool. What, um, do you have any plans on utilizing TikTok more for either viral marketing via games or even maybe like a full game within TikTok? Oh, that would be Oh, cool. my goodness. Uh, no, but I have got my notebook right here and I'm writing <laughs> that down. Um, you know what? I I think a full escape room on a TikTok would be great. I actually haven't played it yet, but there is a free one that I just bumped into on Spotify. And there is an escape room on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just as, as confused as you are. Uh, for, the, for those listening, uh, we, we can see each other and we're all just a little flabbergasted right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's definitely, there's a ton of resources out there. And I'm finding as escape rooms start to grow in popularity, more people are willing to put out small free teasers or full length ones that are free. Um, and, and you can jump into that. Um, a little off topic, not to get too off topic, but uh, I also really enjoy ARG's augmented reality games. And I just finished, now this was not free, um, the One Day Die by Darren Bozeman, the director of the Saw franchise for two through six. Uh, he did one and I just finished that. So those are amazing. And the price point to, to finish the game was expensive, but to do all the puzzles leading up to it was completely free. Um, and had a really good community around it. So you can find a lot of really good puzzles online um, through many different media forms for free. So it's just about getting out there and looking. Yeah, I was definitely going to I was going to comment on ARGs and like that's how I would picture utilizing TikTok, whether it be multiple accounts. So people have to sift through and find comments or other related accounts. I remember growing up, um, it was there was what Marble Hornets was a big one, the oh, Slenderman yeah. one. Uh, yep. I, I didn't see it live but i've seen many many youtube videos on the cicada arg and there's there's so many crazy puzzles here uh, args that i thought that this kind of feels like a, a good marriage between escape room mail-in escape rooms and then also it feels like it would be kind of leaning almost towards the arg section it's not live or interacting but it, it seems pretty similar yeah and, and for anybody who's listening if you have not heard of cicada 3301 um Marble Hornets all as well, but Cicada 3301 for sure. It is a wild ride and is worth a checkout. Oh my goodness. If I could make a puzzle like that, oh my goodness. You know, I uh, I think I'd be a lot less humble than I think I am right now. So <laughs> those are some, that's a, some amazing puzzles that they have there. So, so we've kind of covered um, pretty much all of the questions that we had intended um, and then some for the interview. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to, you know, drop into the podcast so people know about your game? 
Uh, for sure. I, I I really want to just first reiterate, like, check us out on uh, Instagram for some puzzles, usb.escape. Uh, if you're looking for um, where to buy it, it's usbescape.com or usbescape.ca. But above everything else, um, you know, always, always be checking out what's available for puzzles. Um, one thing that I absolutely love about the escape room industry in general is that it works really well when everybody works well together. Because, you know, if everybody's going to be getting into games in general, uh, there's no harm. You, uh, you experiencing other people's games doesn't take away from experiencing my game because we all have unique uh, experiences. So um, for, you know, definitely keep checking stuff out. Check out what I have. Um, but, uh, you know, always check out what else is out there. No, that's a that's a great point. And, you know, something that I'd like to emphasize, especially coming into this like holiday season, is that buy small, buy local, buy, you know, it's so important, especially by Canadian. By Canadian. Um, <laughs> um, it's so important during um, especially, especially the pandemic when certain local businesses have been hurt so hard. And, you know, these big industries don't necessarily need our help right now as much as uh, some of the smaller people out there. And USB escape definitely um, I could use your support. I'm guessing I'm just going <laughs> to. Absolutely. You. Bill Gates is not uh, has not invited me onto his yacht yet. So I'm not in the billionaire club. So. Yeah, no, it, it is, it's 100% true. And I mean, this is very, you know, self-serving, but uh, we are a small business. We we are, you know, a small, small group of us that are, are putting together us. We are all putting our blood, sweat and tears in here. And I really wanted to create a game that is had way more value than than what you're putting down, especially because for a lot of your listeners that are in the States, Canadian dollar super weak right now. I'm pretty sure that my $14.99 game is going to cost you, uh, you know, end up being like $2 American with the exchange rate. <laughs> so <laughs> so you I'm not saying that actually don't don't quote me on that i am not a financial <laughs> analyst or an analyst or anything like that so but yeah no definitely definitely shop local definitely check out what's available because there are a ton of mail in take home escape rooms that you're able to do and uh and this one just happens to be on a usb stick so <laughs> fantastic well before we wrap up with you i'm actually just curious what has been your favorite escape room or escape game that you've done that you'd be willing to share with our audience uh, that's a great question. One of my favorite escape rooms was actually done in Niagara Falls in Canada uh, on the Canadian side of the border. Uh, it was uh, Canadian or Adventure Canada Escapes, I believe is the name of it. Uh, I'm probably wrong on that one. But I did a room and I did it with, uh, it was myself who is not an engineer and four other engineers uh, <laughs> who are all brilliant and genius. And we we're crushing this room, absolutely crushing. We, I'm pretty sure somewhat close to what the two of you would have had in a time. Um, and I was sitting in the corner trying my best to get a puzzle figured out. <laughs> and um, we were down to the last couple of minutes. And um, I was able to contribute on one puzzle. And it was a puzzle that none of them got. So I got to feel really smart about myself for two minutes until they realized that I happened to get the right answer completely by accident and that was not the right answer at all and it was just pure dumb luck that i got it so um it, the my takeaway is that if you're going to do an escape room do it with people who are your intelligence or lower <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to have a bad time so. no definitely um i have a it's funny i have a group of friends and uh i have 
Three three engineers, one computer scientist, and I'm a psychologist. So uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I definitely you just got your doctorate recently, didn't you? What's that? You just got your doctorate recently, didn't you? Uh, no, I got my master's degree. Master's, I apologize. Yeah. yeah, still yeah, working on that, but yeah. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> Thank That's you so, so much. Yeah, no, we uh, just talked about that at the beginning of this episode, just how school's been busy, work's been busy, life's been busy, so we've been a little less frequent on this podcast, but, um, you know, life happens. <laughs> Absolutely, and I, I know for myself speaking, and I'm sure for all your fans too, when we do get to hear your your reviews and your rundowns, it's, it's such a blessing whenever it comes out. You guys have, like, great on-air chemistry, and you guys just put out something really, really amazing, and uh, I enjoy every time I'm listening, and I'm sure that everybody who listens in feels the same way. Oh, thanks so Thank much. You. Thank you. Um, well, thank you so much, Keith, for joining us today. And uh, everyone, go go check out USB Escape. Um, exciting Christmas present. Uh, go check it out. And we're really excited to ha- have you on today. We love talking to the creative community. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Hive Mind. Take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. So our interview with Keith of USB Escape was absolutely fantastic. It did not stop there. We kept talking, I want to say for about an hour. Yeah, after yeah. all, it was uh, about an hour and 25 minutes of talking. So roughly 18 minutes for the interview and then another hour of us chatting about lots of things. Yeah, board games. Um, I, I think Tom has a bunch of board games in his car right now, maybe. Um, <laughs> trying to convince him to put on his Christmas list versus just tying him out. Right, I need some ideas, man. Um, <laughs> um, but no, it was a fantastic conversation. A couple of things that we wanted to note that we didn't get to talk to him about um, in the interview was that you can actually customize the game to your liking. So when you put the USB escape into your uh, checkout, it'll ask if there's anything you want to add to make it extra creepy. So like, so if you're giving it a gift to somebody, so for example, what I did is I actually bought a gift for my, one of my friends. And uh, if you're listening to this, now you know what your Christmas gift is. But I know you actually <laughs> don't listen that often. Um, you can give the person's name and either some information about it, if you want to link to a social media, if you're comfortable with that, whatever your level of comfortability is. Um, they can add in some extras to the game, which I think is like absolutely fantastic. Because one of my favorite parts of going to like a haunted house was when the actors took the time to what we call um, plants in line to pick up on people's names. And that way, when you're going through the haunt, uh, people are like saying like Tom, Melanie, and it's just absolutely <laughs> yeah. fantastic. So being able to give that extra level to this game mm-hmm. makes it absolutely crazy so we're extremely extremely excited to receive our copy um we're actually going to after we play um record an episode about our reactions and then we might even have keith back on to talk even more about the um the game but all in all uh we're really excited to uh be back recording with you all um we're hoping to put more content out um especially as i am now on break very exciting So in the meantime, make sure to follow us on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, Feel free to go to our website, listen to us on Spotify, catch up with all the old episodes. um, And I think that'll be about it. Catch you next time. Cheers. Cheers.